Hey, Daniel. Are we ready? Yeah. <laughs> Let's buy a light. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. An on-air on light. On-air. That'd be yeah. awesome, wouldn't it? You know what I, I like? just leave it on all the time. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Just be the block at the door. Where's like, Dad? He's on air he's all on the air. time. Well, it sounds like he's snoring. Is this an ASMR video? <laughs> um... Happy New Year. Hey, yeah, Happy this New Year. This is the first episode of the New Year. Yes. Yeah. New Year, new episode. Yeah, because mm-hmm. definitely not new me. I'm doing nothing no. different. I'm staying exactly the same. <laughs> I have sat in a chair a lot more this year, <laughs> but I'm taking some me time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what I like? Hmm. The number 10. Why? That's how many uh, Patreon supporters we have. That was the most beautiful segue you've right? ever... I know. I mean, it wasn't actually a segue at all. No, I think you but... just dropped a thing. <laughs> uh, 10. We should, you know, one day we're going to get to the point where we can't mm-hmm. name all of the Patreons. Oh, so, I lo- <laughs> like, yes, let's bring it on. Get in now while we can still mm-hmm. name you. It, yes. Which you could do at patreon.com mm-hmm. forward slash look what I did because mm-hmm. we're bringing you some awesome content this yes, year yes. already starting with yeah. this episode. Yeah, this is a, this will be a good one. But let's name those, those people that are already supporting us, already getting access to amazing things. Yes, the most amazingest. Yes. Right. And these will be in alphabetical order. So I apologize if your name's not on here. That means you didn't subscribe on Patreon. That would have nothing to do with alphabetical order. <laughs> but if you want to be first on the list, you yes. could re support <laughs> with your name just starting with an A. Yes. Like A Josh. <laughs> that, then he wouldn't have to be last. You'd have to do two A's. Or we could me. get a Kevin to support and then Josh wouldn't be last. Like, oh, we could just get like yeah. a Zachariah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. He'd never make it. Nope. <laughs> All right. Let's name him. All right. Well, first off, thanks to Allison, Alan, Brian, Chad, Cindy, Deborah, Dryad Gaming Company, Holly, James, and Josh. Sweet. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you for you really, you really help us out a mm-hmm. lot for sure. You light up my life. Yeah. Yep. Um, also, take take a moment right now. We'll wait. Press the subscribe button. This mm-hmm. really goes a long, long way in getting us in front of other people. Right. So you know what I found that works? What? Getting someone else's phone and doing it for them. Oh yeah, just mm-hmm. take take your friend's phone and subscribe to Look What I Did right now. That's what you download should do. and just let them discover it on their own. That's a <laughs> That'll, yep secret just, gift. It'll just come into like a shuffle play. That should be a feature on a podcast player. Shuffle play your podcast, and then it could be Look What You Did for Look What I Did. Um, oh, uh, big announcement mm. before we get into this one. Yes. We just got, like two days ago, the finished image for oh. our brand new, <laughs> thank you, Chad Moppin, <laughs> look what I did t-shirts. It's, it's pretty, it's oh, pretty funny. man. Are you tired of looking at those glasses that say, that are part of the word look and then say what mm-hmm. I did? Well, we have a new image for you. Mm-hmm. So we're going to put those up probably as a pre-order situation, I think. Um, I haven't quite decided that one yet, but mm-hmm. man, this thing is sweet, and you will want yeah, to get your hands on one. I, Chad brought it by, and I looked at it, and I just, I was in public, so I couldn't just, you know, giggle super loud, but I did a pretty good job. Yeah. It, it's, <laughs> it's cool. It's funny. It's um, good. Yes. All right. So, Patreon, subscribe, mm-hmm. buy a t-shirt. Yes. Once the t-shirt's available for you to mm-hmm. buy. All right. So, this episode is Mr. Cody Ford. Mm-hmm. And special guest, Julia Trupp. Trupp. And uh, he is the founder of... The Idol Class. The Idol Class Mm -hmm. magazine. Yeah. And so this was a really cool episode. And uh, it runs a little bit long because it's kind of talking about Cody 
kind of where the magazine came from and it's you know the inception of it and mm -hmm. how it got to where it is today but then also uh the being handed off i guess and so right. kind of mm -hmm. what that looks like going forward so because we have two guests kind of at the same time I, mm -hmm. it's it's a little bit longer it's totally worth it um it was a lot of fun. I really, I had a ton of fun yeah. in this conversation. It, yeah. It's just, it was one of the more, we should have improv trained people on all the time because the <laughs> conversation just goes <laughs> crazy sometimes mm. in a really good way. Uh, you had a zinger in this one, actually. Uh, I think I so, have. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good. Anyway, we're going to let you guys get to it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Enjoy. Enter all the contests too. Yeah. <laughs> I have yet to win, but it's I'll just take basic. what I want. Yeah, I was like, I got a oh, sticker. Man. Uh, so let's start with who you are and what you do, because we know. Mm -hmm. Well, I know your name. I actually don't know what you do. <laughs> yeah, that right. I, I'm I'm gonna like just give you guys like answers instead of like the way you want them, where I make it a statement. <laughs> I should be like, yeah, yeah. no. Okay. And make it all visual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That. Well, if you look at this thing chart, you can't what we'll do right is we'll here. look at Heather and go, this. Yeah. Are you rolling? Um, so, oh, we're, oh, we're are, filming. No. Well, it's just like filler. We're not, it's not a, trust me, no one's wanting to look at this. Yeah, I'm in gym clothes. Not <laughs> so, like, like, I started working out, and the gym was filled with people who are like, new year, new me, for like the next month. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it was totally crowded. I was like, well, I'll come back and finish this after the podcast. So, yeah. I'm going back there as soon as this is done. But, uh, okay. So, you founded the Idol class? Is this your creation? Not this, it, not this issue. The whole thing. The Idol class came from within me. Deep down, <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I reached in and I pulled it out slowly. It was a painful process and mm -hmm. it was kind of gross, but it's here. What? And it's been here for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, the the magazine has been around since. I mean, we started as a blog on Tumblr in 2011. I think maybe that summer. And I, so just to give you a little more backstory, I used to do a publication called The Libertine for the Log Cabin Democrat in Conway. It's the paper there. And I did that. You know, I'd been an editor at uh, Echo at UCA. And then I, I was a stringer for the Log Cabin. And they're like, hey, start a publication for college kids. It's like, cool. So it was like a, it was the size of like when we had the free weekly here. It was like mm -hmm. that kind of size, but it came out every month. And, and we, we did the art covers. Like I had artists for a cover every issue. I've always loved The New Yorker and some of those. So I, I wanted to do that instead of just boring photos. And, uh, and so I did that for like a year and a half, and a friend of mine took it over, and I just missed it for years, and I always kind of flirted with the idea of starting a publication. And then fast forward to where I was saying, 2011, I get this blog going. And before I started it, I, I recently found my notebook from those years, and I had a list of like 40 names on there. And all the good ones were taken and one day, and this was in the glory days of when Fable had Hastings, which was like yeah. heaven on earth. Mm -hmm. And I was walking around because, you know, I didn't have to have Netflix and 900 streaming services to watch movies. I could go to Hastings and I could mm -hmm. rent something. And they had like 300,000 films there. So I go to Hastings and I've just, and I've been a Chaplin fan for years. And so I find this, it's almost like a Chaplin B-sides kind of thing. It was like some of his rare short films that he did, lesser known works. I pick it up and I'm looking over it and I see the idol class and it was a spoof he did of the rich, but I just really <laughs> liked the name. Mm. And, you know, I just got to think about people think creatives are idle. So why not own it? Let's just have some fun with it. 
So that's where the name came from. And over the years, sorry, getting verklempt. <laughs> and over the years, I've gotten comments, particularly from like older people who are like very literal minded, like, I don't like that name. That's dumb, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so I've heard that throughout the years. And sometimes I explain it to them. And sometimes I'm just like, yeah, I don't even care. I'm not going to worry about you. But yeah, it's just kind of a tongue in cheek thing. And so we did launch the website the next year, 2012. And then I wasn't going to do print, honestly. Like I wanted to, but I was just like, oh, that's just too, too big of a thing. I, I can't handle it. You know, that kind of a thing. I, I kept talking myself out of it. And then I was working for like my friend's branding agency and we were doing some research for, uh, on publications or excuse me, with publications for like ad rates and stuff. And I think it was 3W Magazine. I hit them up and I was like, hey, what are your ad rates? And they were like, she's like, I'm going to send them to you, but I don't want you to use these. She apparently knew about the website. She's like, I want you to like, you know, rip us off. It was, she said it more politely than that. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And I really wasn't intending to do that, <laughs> but I did. Uh, wow. and, and it was nothing like their ad prices or anything. But, you know, I did look at them and I was kind of like, oh, well, you know, this is relatively achievable, I guess. And so... I just started Googling printers because I, I think I started with like Moxiox, I think. And because I had a relationship with them, and they're a great printer and they've done work for us over the years, but they were going to have to like outsource it to do something. And at that point, I just wanted something kind of like Ozark Natural Foods newsletter, the, I think it's called The Nutshell, that was just like maybe 12 pages, you know, but like the price that they came back with to me with from their vendor was like $7,000 or just something crazy. And I'm like, no, that that's not going to work. So I got on Google and uh, I just started, I searched printers and I found this website. It was like an aggregator for printers and you just put in kind of what you wanted and then all these printers started sending you information. And so I think I had like 30 or 40 responses from that from printers all around the country. And I found some guys up in Minnesota who uh, had the best price. So at that point, I think I'd saved up like 3500 or so. And I just paid for the first issue out of pocket. I sold maybe $500 worth of ads to businesses I know. I mean, that, that was always the tricky part about doing this is like we were the new kid on the block. We didn't have any big corporate sponsorship like I had before. So I had to price the ads low, but doing so also limited what we could do. So it was kind of a catch 22, mm-hmm. but you know, we worked within that over the years to build it up and, you know, just raise our prices a little bit at a time. And they're still a lot lower than pretty much every other publication. And it always made us like working on a shoestring budget. And, you know, if we made $500 on an issue, we were rich right then, you know? Right. So, you know, I mean, and the first couple of years, I mean, I lost my ass a few times and had to pay more thousands more out of pocket, you know? I mean, I would have businesses I would sell to. They seem legit. And then when it came time to pay, I couldn't get them anymore. One woman who had this business on Dixon Street, I caught her and she was like closing down and moving out. And she kept giving me the old, oh, I've sent the check. It's in the mail. It's in the mail. And I, and it wasn't. And I caught her. She was taking her last load of stuff out because she was shutting down. So I catch her. I'm like, hey, I wanted to see get that check from you. She's like, oh, okay. So she writes me a check. And I'm like, all right, finally. That's like $250, $300. You know, I'm not going to have to pay out of pocket. The check bounced. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, those were the kind of licks that I took over the years. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I feel like it's worth it in a way. And I mean, definitely it was worth it. Like, sure, I didn't, you know, I look back and there are people that I know here in the community who've started businesses and sold them and made a good chunk of change then, you know? Like, 
I don't think Riff Raff was even a thing in 2011, and I think she's probably rich. I don't know her, but I know I've heard the story of that business, and it's like, I don't know, maybe I should have sold clothes for sorority girls. I don't know. <laughs> There's, it's definitely more lucrative around here. Uh, but yeah. so, yeah, business wise, I, you know, I didn't turn into Vice Magazine, unfortunately, but creatively, I think I'm very proud of what we did. I think. I excelled at it. I did everything I wanted to do. And our recent issue, which is our second storyteller's issue, it's the one I always wanted to make. I wanted to have fiction in there, which we've had a couple times beforehand. We've had poetry on occasion. But, you know, I always wanted to have Jeff Nichols in there. I got Jeff Nichols. I wanted to have Nate Powell, who's the graphic novelist. I got him. The only person we didn't get that I tried to get was Nick Pizzolatto. And he was living here, but I didn't know anybody who could get me well, I knew one guy who could get me through to him, but you know, he wasn't biting. So, like, I just didn't have a way to get through to him, you know, because I really wanted... Well, actually, I knew two people who had connections, but not, one of them wouldn't give me a connection, and the other one tried but couldn't get through. So, yeah, you know, that that didn't happen, but that's okay, you know? I mean, I got these other guys who are great storytellers in there, and I feel like we put together a really interesting issue with some great fiction, some great poetry, we talked about playwrights in this issue. So I feel like we really did some cool things, and I feel like I went out on top. So, so yeah, I was going to say, this sounds very past tense. So I think we have a surprise guest, Julia. Yes. You can hi. say hi. <clears throat> Hello. <laughs> so what's the story here? Because I kind of understand it, but I'm not 100%. It sounds like you're moving on, and Julia's picking up the torch is that Correct. yes? Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, I that picked it up. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> starting, in my hand. Is this it's already starting in your to hands her. It's like it's a cup okay. of coffee, but the yeah. name has been changed on the official yeah. email. Oh, so oh. It's, real. Yeah. it's email January official, 1st. right? Okay. January first, twenty nineteen. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> well, locked out of the house. She's your uh, past tense. I am. I'm yeah. very past tense. Uh, so one of the things of like doing this for in print for five years. I mean. There was, it's always just been a constant hustle to make it work. You know, I think about doing our second issue. I was up in uh, Rogers one day and, and keep in mind, I was working like, I worked a night job at first for the first three years of doing this. And I, I would work nights at YouthBridge and I would get up at like two in the afternoon and then I would just go hustle to sell ads or do whatever idle class stuff had to be done that day. And so, you know, back to that Rogers story, it's like, I, it was like maybe three in the afternoon, a snowstorm hits. This was back when we actually got snow in Fayetteville before climate change just went ahead and killed our winters or, or just made them where they were like miserable and then hot and then miserable <laughs> and we didn't get to wear coats and like yeah. cool scarves or anything anymore. Mm -hmm. um, so, so yeah, I'm up there in Rogers and this snowstorm hits and I'm like, well, crap. And like, I just wanted to turn around and just go back home. But I was like, you know, I still needed about a thousand dollars more to print this issue. And so I just told myself, I was like, nope, you're going to finish this, okay? So I put on some Jay-Z, and I got my hustle on, mm -hmm. you know? And I only sold one ad, and it was like a few hundred bucks, but I did it. And that right. was like one more step closer to, you know, the, the goalpost, you know? And, and so that's how it was for five years. And doing that for five years can burn you out. Mm -hmm. And, but, but I just felt like this was too important for the state to just give it up because there's such a great creative culture here. Yeah. 
And you know, from the beginning, when I started this, it was like we had, I used to live in Little Rock. You know, like I said, I went to school in Conway when I was younger. And so all my friends moved to Little Rock. And so I've always been really connected down there. And it's like there's so much cool stuff going on down there, but they don't know what's going on up here and mm-hmm. vice versa. Or they didn't. I feel like it's improved, you know, because of us. So my goal was always to bridge these creative bubbles that were throughout the state. I mean, Eureka Springs had one, Hot Springs had one. Yep. You know, we managed to get up to Jonesboro a little bit and down to El Dorado, which is my hometown. And my parents take them and even the chamber of commerce puts them in their uh, gift bags to visit visiting guests. So I, I'm hoping Jason Isbell got a copy when he played in El Dorado earlier <laughs> last year. So I don't know though. I can't guarantee that, but I do know like my dad takes them and like, they love it, which is weird to me that the chamber of commerce in El Dorado would love it, but I'm happy that they do. You yeah, know, right, I think that's yeah. very cool. And I think it speaks a lot for the creative culture in Arkansas that people have gotten so excited over it. And obviously, you know, I mean, Crystal Bridges was a big game changer for that. But also I'd like to think that what we've done for the last five years has helped open up that conversation and get people excited about it. Because I mean, with the internet, yeah, sure. We know things that are going on, but for somebody in El Dorado to be able to pick up a copy and, you know, read an article about someone from Fayetteville, it it exposes them a little bit more than I just saw a headline. My college friend from Facebook shared or what have you. And I think that's the magic of print is things are so disposable. And I mean, it's like we just want to share it on Facebook, and then it's like, all right, headline, okay, cool. Like, how many times do you really read an article? Exactly. I mean, I read McSweeney's stuff, and sometimes, like, The Hard Times, but that's about it. I right. rarely actually read articles on Facebook, and I'm not sure other people do, honestly. No. But with this, you can take it home, you can put it on your coffee table, and maybe you only read, like, 100 words tonight, but then you can pick it up a few weeks later. Mm-hmm. And I've had so many people tell me that they collect them over the years. I've, right. I've got a, not even kidding. I was going to bring that up, like through some home renovations and different things like that. Like I was going through boxes cause packed everything up, you know, bookshelves and everything, put it away in the garage and was getting stuff out and had a stack of, yeah. And I was like, Hey, cool. These are some of the first ones, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, cause yeah. you, you got them. I used to leave them at Bedford all the time yeah. and then mm-hmm. that kind of fell off the list, but it's back now. Yeah. Right? Glad to have it back. You'll be getting copies of the new issue. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, we're out right now, but we'll be bringing up another load from Little Rock soon. Yeah. Uh, that's where our new printer is. And, uh, and, and so, yeah, I mean, that's so many people have done that mm-hmm. that have told me that they've done that over the years. And, and that's, I mean, that, that's, that's a humbling thing to hear okay. from people that it's like, oh, we really loved what you did. I mean, this isn't like, like what I've done the last five years isn't glamorous. It's not like I was the bass player in a band and, you know, like. The least the, glamorous position in a band. Hey, Go ahead. But still, if you're the bass <laughs> player in a band, yeah. you're still going to have like little hot hipster girl groupies like after the show in Fayetteville, at least, mm-hmm. you know, like being a magazine editor doesn't really get you laid. <laughs> you know? Not that that's what I was in it for. Right. Uh, but, you know, it, there's not like it's not really sexy. I mean, right. you know, you're not like Hugh Hefner in the 60s or anything. It's just kind of like, oh, you're you're the idle class guy. Cool. And, and that's enough for me, you know, like I, I didn't do this for the validation, but it's nice to hear like Aaron, what you were saying that it's like, oh, cool. I still have these, mm-hmm. uh, but this, I'm being very long winded. <laughs> no, I'm driving all, I'm driving all around good. doing donuts in the parking lot <laughs> around your question. Your question's like, Hey, answer me. And I'm like, this no, is, this is answering. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to keep Tokyo <laughs> drifting over here. This is what uh, this thing's all about is just where, uh-huh. where it ends up. Yeah. I've been I've been holding this in for five years. Yeah, so I'm gonna <laughs> well, tell my story. It's, okay. right now. it's good to let it out. I've been we've been I've been looking at it for five years. You know, I, I'm like Rose yeah. in Titanic at the beginning when she's an old lady, <laughs> and I have the 
three million dollar jewel right, right here, but I'm not going to tell you about it. And I'm going to talk for three freaking hours. Wait, so who did I'm going to toss the jewel? Who did you not let on the piece of <laughs> wood that you? Were? It's a long story, so buckle in. Uh, anyway. I just need someone to draw me like one of their French girls before yeah. the night's over, for old time's sake. Uh, okay, so, Daniel, mm-hmm. back to your point, where I was going with that. So, five years of the hustle and the grind, and it will kill you just a little bit. I see you're drawing me like one of your I, French I'm girls. trying. We're going to have... Right. We'll, we'll put this on, oh. right? Let, let me get in the pose for you. Uh, <laughs> wow. I just imagine the, the hand hitting the glass. This, I, I think this, this podcast is, is NFSW. Okay. Oh, well. Every episode I've talked about how I can't draw, but this one I think. I don't know. Really right. Did he draw the chipmunk? So that was actually pretty good. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Wait till you see this one. This All right. I, I can't good. wait. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's <laughs> on with the important stuff. <laughs> yes. Back, back to the, the whole point of that yeah. is... Uh, I, I, I I'm taking a photo of this, okay? Right now. All right. Oh, my God. On air, live. Mm. I'm just fascinated by that whole device, too. That's so cool. Geeking out over it. Okay. Mostly because yeah. of Cody's beard. Got it. That's how, that's how well I can draw. It's like a mixture between, like, <laughs> Curious George and that, what's that, Creepy Teddy Uncle. I, I, I think that's yes. kind of Teddy-esque. Teddy. Mm-hmm. That's the look I'm going for is Curious George meets Creepy Uncle. Well, Anybody that knows me picture, would tell you. Yeah. Uh, you didn't drive a van here, so it's okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I, dro- I drove a uh, Nissan what, Versa is what I drive that has been through two transmissions, and I bought it off the lot. But that's what doing a magazine will do to you <laughs> is you will burn through transmissions. Um, so, I mean, the first transmission was a dud, and it had a warranty, but I had to replace it, and that sucked. But that's from because I did distribution for five years driving mm-hmm. around the state. So back to your question. Yeah. I forgot my question. question I with the Julia. Question. I have that's tons of new questions right, yeah. now. <laughs> so you're passing the torch. I am passing baton. the torch. Baton. And all mm-hmm. that goes back to five years of that hustle and grind will burn you out. And I really was at the point. There's been so many times I'm like, I'm, I'm done. One more issue and I'm out. And so many people heard me say that for like two, three years. And then finally last year, I was like, I have to. That was like one of my New Year's goals was have an exit strategy. And I really was prepared to just end it as much as I didn't want to. I was prepared to. But Robin Atkinson, who is uh, over um, Arkansas Arts and Fashion Forum, she runs Fashion Week, and they do a fantastic job. Robin and I have been friends for a few years. We met at the Black Apple Awards a few years ago. And Robin came up to me, and she was just like, hey, would you ever be interested in handing it off to a nonprofit? We're thinking about doing a publishing you know, arm of what we do. And I was like, yeah. I absolutely would. And so we started negotiations on that, early, I don't know, maybe like June or so, mm-hmm. like six, seven months ago. And then finally we made the announcement at uh, Fashion Week, which is where we had the Black Apple Awards, and they just killed it. It was the first time I was at the Black Apple Awards and enjoyed it. You know, I mean, other people I think have enjoyed it, but I've always been miserable at them because I'm having to run the show, and I didn't have to. Like, I got to, you know, get up there and speak a little bit. I got to model in one of the fashion shows that Rosie Rose did, and it was just fun. So, so yeah, we made the announcement then, and Julia, who I'm getting back to her over oh, that's here. Cool. I'm chilling. Okay, yeah, she's <laughs> hanging out, si- sipping her coffee. Uh, so anyway, Julia has been writing for me. When did you start? 2016. Okay, yeah, I knew it'd been a few years, and she'll tell you more about her experience here in a second. But I mean, she's always done a good job, and you know, I made a list of a few people that I knew would be capable 
and I would trust with it. And Julia was one of those people, and she was interested in it. And uh, and and first, honestly, where on the I, list was Julia? Like uh, they were side to side. Did you just put all the names in a hat? They were written across he one was like, line. No, there no, was no no, no ranking. You made my the first line. You made the oh, first what no ranking. Paul was Julia. <laughs> <laughs> the first line where uh, five other names were written. Right. The, 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 the only, the only thing yeah. that that I was long line, but... worried about with Julia is that because she does improv, and she's great at it, and I didn't know if she'd want this, but she did. And I think she's gonna do a great well, job. Well, the thing with improv is you have to say yes, and so yeah. when you ask, she had she to didn't say really yes. want to do this. She was all about yeah. it. She's like, so. yes, yes, and, and yeah. then I told yes. her what the and was. Uh, yeah, yes and no. <laughs> you know, I always say yeah, maybe, or that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Hark! Is that the ice cream truck? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, Anyway, the point being, like, Julia was interested, and I was really excited about that to hand it off to somebody I trust. But, you know, it's like, I'm not completely gone, you know? I'm, I'm here. You, you haven't know. passed away. That's true. Right. Yeah, yeah. You haven't faded away. Yeah. Right. I, I you haven't, haven't Marty McFly? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just here to burn out, not fade away. You yeah, know, right. That, that's all. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, anyway, I stepped down at the end of the year, and the storytellers issue, as I mentioned, was my final issue that I was the editor-in-chief on. But I'm still here. I'm, like, kind of a consultant basis for however mm-hmm. she needs me and i've told her i'm like if i get out of line call me on it you know i, I don't want to mansplain anything I'm, I'm trying to be woke it's 2019 uh but there are times when like Neat. i might not think that she you know there, there are things some, sometimes i can kind of over explain things and so i've told her like just call me on it no you know, idea. like this is all you now <laughs> you know th- this is you and, and, and you, yeah. you you do it and just ask me whenever you need right. help so well no it it's got to be hard because it's your brainchild, mm-hmm. but then you're going to pass it off to somebody who's going to put their spin on it. And yeah. like, there's a lot of positive that comes from that, but it's also hard watching something change, yeah. you know, like it's letting go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've been aware of that too, since I started, um, which we'll talk about it later, but, um, I always told Cody like straight up, I'm so appreciative of this. Like, this is one of my goals, but like, I get that this is your baby that you are giving to someone else to kind of take on a journey so I'm not going to do too many like major changes, but yeah, like but with secretly, a different. You look at but Cody as kind of a like, welfare mom, I'm and you're going to raise this kid right. I'm, yeah, I'm like <laughs> giving it a different birth certificate. No, DHS but... really took the magazine away from me and gave it to her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, surprise. Wow. She's so a more re- fit parent. <laughs> yeah. I, too many people drew me like they're French girls. <laughs> and wow, I got I got hotline. Many. You mean poorly? Yeah. I did permanently delete that photo. So really, wow. it's all if it you wasn't send me that later. Digitally captured. Uh, go ahead. No, no, Julia. Oh, no, that's all I was going to say is that for now, um, is that I've always been very mindful of like, hey, I know this is your thing. I respect it a lot. I respect mm-hmm. him because he started like it's his thing that he is trusting someone else to take on. And th- that's so awesome. So I've mm-hmm. always been like, hey, I appreciate it. But there are some times when I'm like, I got I got this, man. <laughs> like, I, 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 I get it, you know, yeah. so. Yeah. And she's been uh, been our managing editor for the last couple issues, so she's been learning the ropes a little bit. And I've been I've been dumping things off on her that I didn't really want to do, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the easy stuff she, to get rid of. <laughs> and, and I really do. I'm really excited about the ideas she has for the next one, which she can probably preview on some of that here here in a second. That's cool. So, so what? I forgot something. I should have used this notepad for more than drawing a picture of Cody. Well, I just set my uh, same thing. Sits here to look cool. It's like. But you said earlier that like, sure. you had thought about doing something in print. Was it 
always going to be kind of leaning into art or did you think about some other ideas before you came to this? It originally was going to, I wanted it to just be uh, fiction and poetry. That's all that I wanted, basically a really cool literary journal with some visuals in it. I'm a big fan of uh, Zoetrope's All Story. That's Coppola's literary magazine. I've been describing it since like 2011. And one of the cool things about it is each issue has a, uh, a guest designer. And so the most current one, it's David Lynch. I mean, they've had Julian Casablancas and Iggy Pop and... Mikhail Baryshnikov. I mean, it's just kind of crazy, like some of the major names that they've had. And then they've had other people that you probably haven't heard of as much who are like artists and things like that. But yeah, I mean, he, they get big time names and each issue just has its own identity. And I always like that. And the first few years, those of you who've been following, you know that we had the same masthead. We kind of, first issue was our logo, but our, lo- our real logo that we use, which is still inside the magazine, and on my, my arm up here, because I finally got a and tattoo, so... And on my phone. So if my mom's listening, I have a tattoo now. So, uh, sorry. <laughs> Probably should have told you that. New subscriber. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. We'll reach out to her first. Okay. Get 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 feedback on it. <laughs> he had a perfectly good arm. I don't know why he had to go put that on there. Yep. That's what it'll be. Sounds like my uh, mom. Yeah. So uh, For the record, I, I did not do that impersonation, even though it would sound totally like how I would do anybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from, yeah. That's not really how my mother sounds, if she's listening. Well, she sounds very sweet, Cody. But if she's <laughs> not listening, it's totally how she sounds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, where were we? Oh, yeah. I was talking about the different designs. And right. Uh-huh. So, you know, initially it kind of had, like, I designed for, like, the first three and a half years because I... I just had to do it. You know, a lot of these things I did out of necessity, like delivering them everywhere. And so uh, eventually, you know, I started bringing in guest designers like Mark Laney and uh, Billy Shane. Uh, what is right. <laughs> Johnson? Like, or what? I'm totally going. Yes, it's Billy Shane Johnson. He goes by a different name on Facebook, and I totally blanked on what Billy Shane's last name was. But they both did a really great job. We had Kyle Ramsey at one point, uh, who's a designer around here. He did a good job as well. And yeah, so so we had them. Oh, Amy Ha, that was another uh, guest designer we had. She used to live around here, and she she did a good job. She did a couple issues too, and so you know I started doing that. But you know I would still kind of work with them. You know, like hey, here's where we should probably have these stories. I tried not to be the over the shoulder guy, but I know what happened, and I appreciate them for having patience with me on that. Uh, but but yes, yeah, so we did that, and it slowly started developing this unique look each time, and. And so, yeah, I, I was excited about that because we got to approach each issue like a work of art instead of just like a standard publication you pick up. And then a couple of years ago, because I really thought I was going to end it, so I was like, there's so many cover artists that I want and I don't have enough time because it's 20, you know, it's January 2015 and I'm going to end it at the end of 2015. And, or no, it was 20. It was 2017 when yeah. we started two covers. That's what yeah. it was. But even in 2015, I was like, I'm going to end it. <laughs> uh, it was like my magazine was suicidal. <laughs> you know, I'm going to end it all. Uh, but we didn't. And um, so, so yeah, we started in 2017 doing uh, multiple cover artists. And typically, it was like we had someone from Central Arkansas and someone from Northwest Arkansas. And so like the issue I brought you guys was actually the Central Arkansas copy. And that is Sonny Kay, who's a digital artist out of Hot Springs. And the one that we have up here that we're putting out in Northwest Arkansas is uh, Stuart Lippincott, who is a digital artist. I discovered him on Instagram earlier in the year. And like they both had these sort of really interesting storytelling like approaches. It's not just a standard work of art. Like, you look at it, and you're like, there's backstory to this. I want to know mm-hmm. what it is. And so that's why I picked them for, for th- these issues. 
But yeah, each issue, multiple covers, and yeah, you know, it's just every one of them has been approached as a work of art, and that's been a fun way to do it. Does that answer your original question? Because I've totally forgot. <laughs> nope. Where, what uh, was my original question? Well, the original or was, was it always going to be art, art. and creativity? Oh, yeah. Because you could have done there, a Monster Truck magazine. I feel like that's I, right I did. for Central Arkansas. I briefly was the associate editor of a motorcycle magazine. See? <laughs> briefly. I know nothing about motorcycles, but I edited those stories. And <laughs> But you know how words go together. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, it... But yeah, back to it, it was originally going to be fiction and poetry, right. and, but I was just like, I can't sell ads for that, and I can't pay for all this out of pocket, so I turned it into, I was like, well, we'll throw visual art in there, we'll put music in there, and that'll help me sell it, and then over the years, we added things like food, and design, and you know, performance, and, and so, I mean, as y'all know, each issue has had its own theme, and those mm-hmm. are some of the themes that we've had. And so, yeah, that's kind of how it evolved to cover more things because I was like, let's call, refer to the arts in Arkansas and not just art in Arkansas. So it was right. never supposed to be, and I don't think it ever has been, strictly about visual art. I mean, we've had those themed issues like right. three times, but I've all, you know, I've tried to make it about filmmaking or about, you know, like I said, performance or we've done the legacy issue twice. The first one was just notable Arkansans, like we had. Charles Portis, Mary Steenburgen. Uh, we almost had Maya Angelou. Like I had that interview set up and her publicist was like, she's not feeling well today. Can we postpone? And then she was dead like two weeks yep. later. So we were oh. so close to having her in there because she was cool with it. I mean, she's like, oh, Arkansas, sure. And that's how Mary Steenburgen was. I talked to her. I think her publicist gave us 20 minutes and we talked for an hour and a half. And she is to this day like one of my favorite interviews I've ever had. She's like, the, the sweetest lady of all time. So that was very cool. You know, I've got to interview other celebrities like Joey Lauren Adams, who was great. And you know, I interviewed Jeff Nichols, the director for this issue. So, so that's been a fun thing is getting to meet notable Arkansans and talk to them about their craft. That's awesome. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. Uh, why? Like, cause you could have done this as a paid magazine, but you chose to go free distribution, right? Yeah. Yeah. It could have been paid for sure. It's just, I didn't think we would have a big audience. And, and initially it's like, I needed to print at least a thousand to make it, you know, where I could afford it. I mean, if you try and print like a hundred copies of a glossy magazine yeah, like it's this, much. yeah, it, it's insane. And so it would have been cheaper to print more copies. And so, so that's what we did. I was just like, let's just give it away for free. You know, the mm-hmm. whole point is bringing everybody together. It's harder to do that when you ask them to pay money. Yeah. And so, so yeah, that's how that came about. That's cool. I agree. I think it'd be harder for people to see that and go, well, you know, it's it's hard to put a value on a magazine until you don't have it. Or, you know, yeah. you look through it and you're just like, this is great. It's not like an ad magazine. You know, like you look through it and you see stuff from people that you yeah. know or that you follow on Instagram or that you're friends with, you know, or like two degrees of separation. And you open it up and it's not just like ad after ad after yeah. ad and one little tiny thing, Yeah, you know. And I will say that, like, this is the magazine that I – how do I say this the right way? There's another magazine that is about events that happen in Northwest Arkansas mm-hmm. area, and like if you go to a lot of fundraisers, then I guess maybe it's interesting if you want to see a photo of yourself, but there's, it seems mm-hmm. like it's very much the specific class, right? Yeah. Like Cityscapes mm-hmm. does a thing, but it's not my world. Yeah. And this is more like... Substance. Yeah. This, I don't want to say substance <laughs> well, necessarily, but it is probably I mean, more substance but, than less advertising right. a kiss right. and pig gala or whatever, but like... Yeah. I think this took, what was the, there was a, like a newsprint publication. Was it the Free Weekly? Free Weekly did like was all around. the, and this mm-hmm. is like just the like classy big city 
version of that and going more in depth too, I think. Yeah. And it, 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 it's interesting that you mentioned Cityscapes and Free Weekly because both of their founders had been kind of mentors to yeah. me. Aaron Blight and Susan Porter. Mm-hmm. Susan writes for us, and Aaron has been a big supporter. And, and they're great. And both of those publications have... And Aaron sold it after a couple of years, and then he and still it And they do what they do very well. Like, yes. I'm not disparaging. Yeah, like, yeah. They he, do their yeah. thing right. They, they do. They do. And I'll say, having worked for nonprofits doing PR, Cityscapes, I mean, we were always excited whenever they featured Youth Bridge, where I was working, or yeah. Peace and Home Family Shelter, where I worked. And so that has its purpose. You know, Free Weekly, I mean, I'm bummed that I think they got rid of it eventually, like, after Susan left, and then they... Time. I haven't seen it in a long time. Like, like, Susan left, and then they had different editors who were doing a good job, but then... I don't think I think they just canned it. I they guess, which find is kind of a Julia. bummer. Yeah, they could not right. find their I Julia. I almost applied when the <laughs> last editor left um, mm. for Austin. I yeah. believe he moved to Austin, yeah. but I it just wasn't the right time. I had picked mm-hmm. up a job somewhere else and was like, had I known like a month ago? But yeah. well, what can I, you do? That's that's now we have onto you. bigger and better things. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want but, water? But, what's that? Do you want a water? No, I'm okay on that. Uh, I'll just throw my throat a little bit. I was just yeah. never mind. I'm kidding. But you can help yourself. Me, <laughs> I will. Um, yeah, I, mean, I think those publications are great, and mm-hmm. I've really appreciated the help that they've given me. You know, Aaron and Susan. You know, the advice they've given me over the years. Also, after our first issue, uh, Mark Schmirnoff, who founded the Oxford American, he used to be one of my friend's neighbors. I, remember, I met him when he first moved to Conway because that's where the OA is technically based out of now. And after that first issue, and I hadn't talked to Mark in like five or six years, he sends me this long email. Uh, and he's like, I-, I hope I'm not out of line here, but here's all the ways you could. He's like, I really like what you did. Here's the ways you can make it better. And to me, that was like the biggest compliment ever mm-hmm. because, you know, one of like someone who's done this huge publication and done such a good job on it, like just did line by, really like page by page page of all right and the first issue had a 14 point font okay i didn't it was intense yeah it's huge old people loved it i mean i'm not even lying like i had several older people like family members like oh i can read this that's the equivalent of double spacing right yeah yeah i mean it was it was huge and i i didn't i've learned i've had a lot of learning moments and that was the first one because i didn't print it out and i was looking at it on my screen Mm. and hey this looks good and so i didn't (laughs) print it out and proof it and i started printing and proofing after that uh but but yes so there have been some of those learning moments and we're back ish point oh i didn't say the normal thing (laughs) the halfway we're halfway there (laughs) anyway yeah so uh i'm enjoying this one yeah uh yeah, Me we too. just want to stop mm-hmm. and say thank you guys so much for supporting us. If yeah. you want to continue to show that support, patreon.com forward slash look what I did. You can get on for as little as a dollar. You get access to some special content that's just for Patreon supporters. Uh, we're really looking at how we can kind of really use that platform a little bit more this year in some cool different ways. And also subscribe. Tell your friends about the show. We had a really great first half of the year mm-hmm. last year, or oh. whatever. Our, yeah. It was half, but the last half of the year, I guess. But uh, the start, the first six months of the show, really has gone really, really well. Mm-hmm. And we're super, super excited about what's coming up. So right now, it's about getting getting in front of more people so that we can really share some mm-hmm. awesome guests, some awesome, awesome guests yes. coming up. So make sure to subscribe, tell your friends, and uh, talk to us, Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter, yeah. We're everywhere. Yeah, we're 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 trying. We respond very we're quickly, doing. according to Facebook. <laughs> All right, we're gonna get back to the show now. I think no lives. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. All right. 
But yeah, it's just been cool over the years because not a lot of people know what it's like to start and run a publication. It's a very small group of us. I don't you know? know how many people know what it's I like bet. to start and run a thing. Yeah. yeah. Publication or otherwise. Like, just yeah. to go from zero to an actual physical, right? Like, ultimately, that's yeah. why you're at this table is because, like, everybody else we've had, you thought of a thing and then made it a reality, yeah. whatever that mm-hmm. meant. You know, so many people, do, you know, they, they think of the thing, and they think of good things. Like, I've got a good friend of mine, I mean, he's had a lot of good ideas, and he was always good at, like, re- doing the initial research, and then he just wouldn't do anything after that, because he wanted to, like, well, I've got to work on my career, and I've got to get my career going, and all this. I remember one time, he was talking about, I mean, his idea had more to do with, like, Walmart land kind of stuff, but he and um, my buddy who was going to help him with it, they were just sitting around, and he was like, well, I mean, I'm going to need at least 65 a year like that I have to be making. And like, they hadn't even got a first client. And I, I just <laughs> laughed at him. I was like, good luck, you know, because you need to be prepared to work a night shift or whatever. You know, like, I mean, I work in multiple jobs for years. I was teaching online for several of those years. Just anything I could so I had flex time to go out and work on the magazine. So, so yeah, I mean, it, there's a lot of sacrifice that comes with this. And... It all depends on what your metric of success is. And for me, like I said, my metric of success, I did want this ultimately to be like my real job, but that never happened. And so, you know, my other measure of success was how, you know, how good of a job did I do creatively? And I think I killed it, honestly. Like, I'm, I'm going to brag just a little bit. I didn't make money, but I do think I did a really good job of, you know, achieving our goal of bridging these creative bubbles and just doing something really interesting. I mean... You mentioned earlier, Daniel, that it was like kind of a big city thing. I've never seen this in a big city. To be honest, I've seen a few yeah, things that were kind yeah. of close. More that the quality is something. Yeah, you no, no, feel no, no. Like yeah, you, I, yeah, I get what you're yeah, saying. I get what yeah. you're saying. And uh, but yeah, even when I think of like the Brooklyn Brooklyn Rail, probably I mean I'd definitely say has you know better writing than some of what we featured. But I mean I picked up a copy the last time I was in New York a few months ago, and I was just like. I think ours looks cooler, you know, right. like, and I, you know, I remember I had a girlfriend once who brought me back a magazine from Seattle that was cool, you know, but it was strictly about music. It wasn't like about everything. So I feel like we've done something that's truly unique to have it in this glossy format and not just, you know, like a tabloid newsprint style that yeah, I used to do. With, yeah. Yeah. Like, like the Libertine was tabloid newsprint, you know, the big square kind of right. thing. And, and yeah, I think quality wise and just uh, variety wise and just the overall look of it, which I do credit to these great designers who've helped me over the years. I mean, I, I haven't seen anything like it. And, yeah. And that's, again, that's not because of me because I'm so awesome, but because of all these people who are willing to work with me for next to nothing, sometimes for nothing, you know? But to your credit, you're the kind of person that people are willing to do that for. Right? Like, that yeah, says something. Yeah. I mean, there's something, like, the, we had the, a guy, of, well, I guess, I don't know, months ago, but a producer, and it just talking that, that conversation was a lot about just the ability to bring people together to yeah. make your vision become a thing. Exactly. And, and, that's, and that's a skill. Yeah, and that's the thing I think I'm good at, is having a vision and achieving it. Right. And, uh, I mean, don't ask me to do your taxes or balance your checkbook or, or, it, or fix your, <laughs> change your oil or whatever. Well, this but, interview's over. All right. <laughs> all that right. was our next thing. Dang it. You should be able to change the transmission by now, though. I feel like you've yeah, gone through I that should be, times. right? Like, I would have saved really? myself some money. About $3,000 is what Man. I would save myself. You say, is that all? Do it twice. Yeah. yeah. You can put this ad on my car. <laughs> the, the thing is, uh-huh. so, so I, I'm going to just yeah. do a PSA for any listeners here. Mm-hmm. Don't buy a used transmission. Um, I don't remember what we were talking about. So when, about when coming up for ideas with this, even though you have help from other people, 
Um, do you carry around like a notebook? Oh God, to yeah. keep I, ideas or what do you? I've, I've gone through so many notebooks over the mm-hmm. years. I'm actually uh, this was kind of cool because like I was I've been having to try to scale back on all the crap because I don't have a basement anymore. Mm-hmm. And the U of A, their archives are like, just bring us your stuff. So I'm like donating a lot of stuff. Like I have a bag that I've got a second bag I have to take to them soon from when I just recently moved of like old notebooks with my notes. Like I was going through the other day, like scratching out people's phone numbers I'd written there, making sure I didn't like write anything derogatory about anyone, <laughs> which I didn't, I, I you know, I, I didn't, but uh, yeah. So like, I'm going to take them that. So, so that's kind of cool. So there are idle class archives wow. at the university of Arkansas awesome. Mullins library. You know, I just so. heard about that. One of my Damn, coworkers cool. last year, actually, she uh, just graduated, but she had talked about that. It's like, have you ever heard of this? I was like, no. So she starts going in and talking about all the different things and you can donate stuff. And yeah. it's, it's awesome. It's a really cool thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you can give them like your old DVDs no, or anything, but, right. but yeah. I have some pretty angsty 13 year old poetry. I think I could drop <laughs> off. They might, they might. I, I don't mean, know. I went there, I was going to do an some article i was seeing if it was going to be a narrative or whatever it was going to be and it was about this old historical home um in the washington willow district here in fayetteville and i just went into these records of this house that apparently had some just weird stuff happen and like half the pictures were just pictures of cats that this woman (laughs) just took she was like she had named these stray cats and there were pictures of her laughing with her family in front of their car and like 1921 or something at this house but it was just like here's a picture of little shirley or whiskers or whatever just like random cats and there were other archives of so cat lady's been an ongoing so i guess so since the 20s so i'm sure they would Take your yes. angsty, angsty poetry. poetry. That they yeah. could accept, like, like, Who's Daniel Quinn? Is why is, you know? why is he so sad? <laughs> uh, uh, also, rainbow and day tripper don't rhyme. <laughs> well, what Daniel was going to say, if you have rhymed sorrow with tomorrow, that is groundbreaking and it deserves to be in the archives. <gasps> so there you go. Well, he's going to write a new old poem then. Or dark with hark. I mean, that, that's another. If you have that in there, I bet they would take it. Where is my rhyming dictionary, Aaron? I feel like you borrowed it. If you ever feel like rhyming ladies with Mercedes. What? There you go. Oh, that's that, a, that one's on me. That's more of Daniel's rap. Is this why he's rap <laughs> albums? Yeah. That's not so angsty. <laughs> my ladies. You, you didn't listen to a lot of Have Biggie Smalls lately. Have you ever heard my D&D rap? Nope, let's the not. The Fighter. Oh. Oh, it's good. I was going to make one for every class. Wow. Of D- I'm going to edit all of this out. Yep. Uh Keep it. I do, okay, I do remember a question that I was. Wrote, <laughs> I actually wrote a note for once. I, we can. Well, Ryan's just Mercedes, guide. but you answered that. So. <laughs> yeah, this is comedy gold. I don't think Hades. You edit this Hades. Yeah, I don't actually edit. I tell Aaron I edit, so he feels bad about how much yeah. time I no, spend can... working on this. But then I just, <laughs> I just put it all out. <laughs> Holy crap! That's like we recorded for an hour and a half, and the episode's an hour and a half long. <laughs> what? He didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, um, I did. So I think like something that's made me think about is that. Every everybody and every creative person, I think for sure, has had things like you've had a good idea that you just didn't. Something got in the way of you executing it, right? Yeah. So, in this case, you have you have something that the idol class, which you did execute and you got there. Yeah. I think it's an interesting like, what has stopped you from executing something in the past, and what was what were the things or the thing that kind of pushed you over the edge to actually get this one going? Yeah. In the past, uh, I had looked at starting a publication and I just kept talking myself out of it. That was the big thing. It, I, the drive wasn't strong enough yet, I think was the big thing. And I didn't feel 
confident in my abilities. Honestly, just came to I thought you needed a ton of money to do it. And eventually I realized that you didn't. And I think there probably weren't as many resources in terms of like being able to find all these printers and things back then. Because I do remember in like 2006, two, yeah, it was 2006, four, I went to grad school. I went around and did some focus groups like, hey, what would you like to see with the publication? And I think I might have priced it out, but I priced it with like Arkansas printers who were like really pricey, at least at that point in time. I mean, technology, it was still, it was way more expensive to do print back then than it oh, was yeah. now because, yeah. I mean, A, there's it's not as much of a demand, so they're willing to negotiate more. And also just printing techniques have really, I mean, our current printer, Democrat Printing Little Rock is kind of told me some of these things like oh we have this machine here and that makes it so much cheaper to do it now and and they give they're great like i'm just gonna plug them democrat printing little rock julia's got to deal with them a little bit too they're fantastic they even help us with distribution down there so we love them uh but but yeah i didn't have you know that that sort of thing and i I talked myself out of it and eventually got to the point where and i also daniel as you may remember i used to drink a lot I believe that is how I first met you, like I, back in the Brewski's days. I think every single time we've ever sat down at a table was a beer between us. I, I was, was probably a pretty, pitcher of beer between yeah, us. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. And and then it's been a while since we've done that for sure. Because I, I <laughs> well, qu- I, I quit drinking about I like quit eight drinking months too. ago. So oh, congratulations! Yeah, yeah. I did in 2010. I woke up one day and realized I was kind of an a hole, and so I quit drinking. I was like, I don't want to be an a hole anymore. So I'm done. Uh, and, and yeah, and, and it, it's a tough thing to do and, and, but it's, I think it's a good thing overall. I imagine you probably feel a lot better physically. Started and, a podcast. I have yeah. a lot more energy. <laughs> See, that's, that's exactly what I did. That's the thing. You, you, like, you've got this energy yeah. and you're not just hung over or like, I go to the bar, meet my buddies tonight. And you're like, where do I put the creative juices start flowing? Right. So it's like, where do I funnel these two? Now it took me a couple of years cause I quit drinking in 2010, but I started thinking about, starting something into that year first yeah. of 2011 and then eventually you know like i said by 20 mid 2011 we had uh this thing you know you know we had this tumblr blog going and yeah yeah so, so it, it was honestly i would credit quitting drinking because in 2007 i had alcohol and that sort of like just distracted me a lot yeah that's cool so, so all of you if you mm-hmm. want to do something in your life just stop drinking I think, That's, well, and we talk about this sometimes too, mm-hmm. like just better time management. So yeah. some people might, whatever, it may not be drinking for everybody, right? But yeah, I think no, like, I agree. Yeah, Maybe spend less time watching Netflix or yeah. consuming social media and right, like you can create, exactly. like I actually create more social media now than I probably ever have <laughs> Yeah, because I'm not really a big <laughs> social media person, mm-hmm. but uh I think it's just, well, it's a prioritization thing. I mean, for you and I, we had something getting in the way, right? Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. And I think there's hurdles too. Like you said, like alcohol isn't, you know, it isn't a hurdle for everyone. It's not for me. A lot of times for me, it's anxiety, which is like a whole nother mental health discussion. But a lot of times, like my anxiety is just like, I will just sit and just binge Netflix shows because I'm like, okay, I need to do this thing. I need to do it okay, I'm not doing it. And that's like making it even worse. And then procrastination gets in the way until I'm finally like, no, you know, we need to inspire ourselves, which is why coffee uh, comes in pretty clutch for me most of the time. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll tell you what really helps with anxiety. 
alcohol. Alcohol. Which, uh, <laughs> so I'm just you know, saying, I, I mean, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying I don't enjoy a couple glasses of wine every right. now and then. You should start then, enjoying you know, a couple but, bottles uh, of wine a night. That's when you're really living. Like maybe every day. Maybe yeah, every single really, day. Yeah. yeah. Just It'll don't really remember smooth. what your Tuesdays and Thursdays were. You know, like, or the other those day. Those are my but specific idol class Saturday days. Will be so super, super yeah. productive. Well, the week <laughs> flew right by. Uh, so I, there I just, it goes. I think that's like. So I kind of collect hobbies. So I, I always have. Oh, I could be doing this, or I should be doing this, or whatever. Right, and then um, I just stay very busy. I think that's one. Yeah, way of that's exactly of why I mind, stay busy. Like, uh, yeah, off of other stuff. Yeah, and but I will find sometimes that I'm sitting there. I'm like. I should do all these things. I don't know which one to do. So I'm going to do exactly. this So I'm just going to do this you know, and like, like space everything else out. Cause I have a couple YouTube different now. jobs yeah. and idol class. And I'm always, mm-hmm. I just keep myself incredibly busy. My boyfriend was actually saying today that I have a few days off. I was like, I'm just going to focus on magazine stuff. It's going to be awesome. Dedicate these days to that and just kind of and like focus in. Gilmore girls. And then never actually seen the <gasps> show. No. Oh, me either. Thank What's you. up? Air high five. <laughs> I know. Not a, I, uh, I'm a minority. I would have pegged you as a Gilmore but, girls fan. No, okay, not at all. Here on out, well, I know. I get the uh, references because uh, no. pop culture, but uh, first Shun. of all, I just want to say this from here on out. I'm going to interview you and you can interview her. <laughs> we'll just do like a cross thing. Because we it's, broke up. That's um, fine. <laughs> but a lot of I times like... I think I just quit the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till we have a Big Bang Theory, Mary. Look what I did. I quit. Oh, What's God, up? I, I hate the Big no. Bang Theory. So no. That's gonna, yeah. Sorry for everyone recording sound High five here. over there. I don't think it's, it's uh, funny at all. You know, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Take your toys and cool. go home. Okay. But okay. yeah, so I stay busy. And my boyfriend was like, well, like, are you are going to like focus in on those things. I know when you're not busy, you're always like trying to find something else to do instead of relaxing. And a lot of times I'm like, I have to stay busy because if I'm not, then I'm not doing what I need to do or just having procrastination or anxiety issues about like, oh God, all the things, you know. Do you find that like a productive day starts a certain way or is it just days are productive or they aren't? Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like I, I have routines, I guess, but if I'm going to have a productive day, I'm like, okay, let's start, let's get going. And then we're going to go until we're not, you know, um, or other days I'm like, okay, today I'm making a lazy day. Like mental health is important. So yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I think like I've actually committed to next week, I'm going to have a day where I have zero calls, like nothing I have to do. I might actually play a video game, right? Like I'll probably fill it up that day with stuff, but my goal is to have, but your goal is like, cause it kind of stresses me out. Right. Exactly. I just need a day where I'm not going to have a commitment. Write poetry. (laughs) I've already, I've got, I've got like six rhyming couples. He's right. (laughs) Why this one? And then sorrow and tomorrow. There you go, sorrow oh, and tomorrow. That's beautiful. And I forgot. I hear lady, a dark I forgot poet. Ladies and Mercedes. Mercedes. Yep. This sounds like a flight of the Concords thing, actually. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, because I I've noticed like there's a direct correlation between how long I'll lay in bed after I wake up. Is like the longer I lay in bed, the less likely I am to be productive that day. Right? If I wake up and I just immediately get up and start going, like I'm probably gonna have a pretty yep. get stuff done day. Um, but if I lay in bed for even like 30 or 40 minutes, it's like, nope, today's a waste. Like, I just know yeah. that I'm not going to, and if I start the day at the gym, mm. I have a way better day than yeah. if I don't. Yeah. That's like the That's things cool. that I know, like if mm-hmm. I, if I can yeah. commit, if I make myself do those, everything's going to be, it's going to be a get okay. stuff done yeah. day, right? Yeah. Like, it's not that the other days aren't okay. It's just that it, that's going to be a get stuff done day exactly. versus the like, this yeah. is going to be a lounge around day. It's a yeah. pretty you know? cool thing that like when you wake up and you just get into something, you know, 
maybe eat breakfast. For, for me, I wake up hungry, so I have to eat like right off the bat. But get started in something, and you've gotten all these things accomplished, and you look at the clock, and it's like, that was an hour and a half. Yeah, oh, yeah. exactly. I woke Holy up today crap. at 3.30, mm-hmm. and the number of things I got done before 7.30 when I had to go to work was Jeez. insane. Well, you texted me at <laughs> wow. 6, 6.27 this morning, and I looked at it, and I was like, I had to put it. <laughs> you have to like, put it I was so like, close where are my glasses? I've been up for three hours. I was yeah. like building stuff and Well, I mean, I've gotten texts earlier than that from Daniel, but it. I hate sleeping. Yeah. I really thoroughly hate sleeping. I try to. And I like, but yeah, I just I, I try to broken I, just, as I try, game. yeah. Hmm? I said, Anna, like Big Bang Theory, I'm broken as a human yeah, being. That's okay. I think so. We yeah. still like yeah. you. Do you Ish. like that Baby Sheldon show or whatever? No, it's I haven't okay. watched it. Oh, well, I've I've kind of lost time for TV. Like, I quit prioritizing it, and everybody hates Big Bang Theory. Is, so is it their whole it. thing? It's like or they're still playing in that whole autistic people have superpowers myth. Isn't that kind of part of Big Bang Theory? I mean, or one of them, it's supposed to be super smart because he is he super smart. He's just socially awkward. Oh, okay. I, no, I didn't know if I mean, they were like directly stated. No, no, no. He, I don't think it's ever been stated. I don't know. Okay. I don't either. I'm so excited. It's, this is I've only watched a total show. of maybe 30 minutes ever. And that's yeah. compiled up all the times that I've watched this or a clip making fun of it. <laughs> I, I want to like it. I mean, it, I like the cast members, like yeah. what Johnny Galecki's in it, right? Yeah. And my, mm-hmm. my um, I like him on Roseanne. Or, yeah. Yeah. yeah like, okay. Selma Hayek? <clears throat> Not Selma Hayek. Oh, my God. No. Blossom, what's her my, name? My Bialik or something. Yeah, I wrote a breakup yeah. poem. Aaron was once my homie. Now, it's like he don't know me. <laughs> None of that's Gen- written down here. <laughs> I'm just improv. Literally. Improv. It's like, nice. I whine all the time. We never watch <laughs> Big Bang Theory. And then we never will. And he won't stay near me. <laughs> the end, not of this poem, but Is our it- relationship is this a high the key? end as wow. a friend? Mm-hmm. You can oh. use that line. That one was that and was Cody. Gold. Cody. Cody brought it home. That was Boom. the yeah. end. All right, that's all I've got. I'm done. Good job. <laughs> I'm just gonna do <laughs> some like. <laughs> oh my gosh, we were doing that at work the other day, talking about this kid giving a man. It was a heartfelt speech, right? It was so awesome. And then this is all you hear. I was like, I get the not wanting Snaps. to interrupt, but man, have some. This kid's like putting it all out. You're like literally tears coming out of his eyes. Wait, where was this? Did that you it was, needed it was an air horn. Horn. No, it was on video. We were talking about it. Yeah, but everyone that was around was just oh. when I was in fingers. student affairs, yeah. that was a thing. When yeah. you know any like student affairs leadership conference, whatever, you'd go to really you know br- big breakthrough sessions or just really like let's get vulnerable with each other, and people would pour their souls out and then just a bunch of snaps like yeah. a, it's up in my coffee house type I try of thing to break the sound well i mean that goes back like... to me it's like a beatnik exactly yeah beatnik. well that's oh man oh great yeah anyway that was i don't know where we went with that cody nowhere julia <laughs> name uh something that you carry with you every day like an everyday carry hmm. i always have a lot of ink pens and notebooks on me more ink pens than notebooks. I mean, and now I you've think... got some ink on you. Yeah, oh, I do. What? Let's Sorry, not Mom. sit idly by and talk about this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it. I got it from uh, Blackbird Bonnie Art and Rogers and uh, Eric Allen. Yeah, Eric. Eric did it. Tall Eric, and he did a good job. I call him BTU, Big Tall and Ugly. First day I ever met him. Oh. He does listen to this, and that's totally what he's in my phone as for the last like twenty years. <laughs> Eric, you are not in my phone as that. BTU, <laughs> I love BTU. No, he did a great job though. I, and I, 
whenever I really might get the Libertine tattooed at some point. I've been thinking about it. Just you know, I started both of those publications, so why not? I don't know if I'll get that one as like you know above my navel, maybe Thug Ooh, Lifestyle. Like a, I don't know. I think like a hip tattoo. No like yeah. yeah. speedo. You could just like, in a really goth font. Ooh, Ooh. yeah. Crawl like a crawling ribbon down my hamstring. Like sash. Like yeah. <laughs> then you could sashay with your sash. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I sashay without the sash. You ain't seen me walk, son. So you just a. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, so yeah. Notebooks and yeah, pens. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Ton of pens. Yeah. Yeah, it would be that. I mean, there's always going to be two or three notebooks and like probably half a dozen pens. Excellent. So I, I have a pen case that I keep. It's like a little zip bag that has like probably nine pens in it. I can give you pen endorsements if you'd like. Really? Tool over at all, it's T U L and it's at Office Depot. They're like my go to. And uh, Cross has a certain ballpoint. I know you didn't ask for this, but I'm giving it no, to you. No, that's we Cro- yeah. Cro- cross ballpoint pens I use a lot too. But but not not the the kind where you have to like engrave it, but like that point seven ink that's like real free flowing. I like that a lot. I'm a big fan of pilot pens at point zero five. Those are good because it's like writing with a quill, and yeah. I really like how it Sweet. scratches the paper. It makes my handwriting look better. When you're writing your proclamations. Yeah. In case you need to know. No, that's... In case you had things to sign. It's not a Ticonderoga. I like the pen that the dentist gives you. (laughs) That's a toothbrush. No. It doctors and lawyers. The lawyer the other day gave me a pen. Like three of them. Cool. Nice. Saying free pens are great cool. pens. Yep, I always you have a pen try on me. this tablet because it's like. Really yes, I really. I've been okay. Scratching. I'm so glad you offered because <laughs> I've been staring at it longingly. Are you taking my picture. No, I'm gonna hit the mic. Sorry. Oh, okay. Oh. Hi. Wow, this is. I've got a face made for radio. Uh. <laughs> Take a picture. Of I feel that. like Cody took all uh, the power, including including so... Heather. <laughs> <laughs> totally falling apart in the middle. Um. Okay, so could, yeah. yes. I should I'm not have given a toy wow. to one of the guests. Hey, shiny, shiny, shiny. <laughs> so squirrel. Okay. All right. Cody's next step is what are you moving on after to? this? Not, not the tonight. gym, but right. like I, I am moving on to you know I'm just working a regular job at a nonprofit here in town. Nice. And I'm you know I really want to focus. I've written fiction for years, but I've always sort of found excuses to not write it and for the last five years having a magazine was a good excuse and and i wrote some things during that time but i didn't focus on it like i should have and so that's going to be the big thing for me cool do you think you've uh created some like bridges between your writing fiction or whatever you're going to be writing in this magazine i've made some connections through it you know i honestly haven't written anything for the magazine that i liked in like three years uh, mm-hmm. because I'm always doing so many other things. And when it comes time to write an article, I just phone something in at the last minute. So I'm excited to write for Julia and actually put some time into it. Awesome. So that'll be fun too. I felt like there was going to be more of that sentence, but then Cody yeah. just stopped. Yeah, yeah. It was no, just an no, abrupt, like, it's going to uh, be fun no, too. Well, I, I guess, okay. Also, uh, <laughs> I, need, I need some hobbies. Like, I don't know. Everybody hikes around here. I kind of grew up in the woods in South Arkansas, so it's never been like a huge thing for me, but it's nice. So maybe I should start Fayette chilling. I'm, I'm oh, thinking of that. You, you could know. do urban camping. This is actually a good area to do or it. You could bike camp. I'm, I'm looking. <gasps> what, what, what is Bikepacking. That's okay. It. Yeah. What is urban camping? Camping in the city. I feel like that's p- kind of, I'm going to be in the opposite of that with my street outreach, trying to find, <laughs> to find people who are camping so I feel in the like city that just and get them like out of that situation. Well, you set up your hammock right next to mine. I put my <laughs> hammock okay. next to this cardboard box and I just hang out with this person. 
Nobody actually lives in a cardboard box. No, I was about no. to say, that's a myth, and I can dispel these myths. Well, actually, you uh, haven't seen when my wife gets mad at me. Then okay, I she do puts actually, you out. Yeah, okay. yeah. Put you out the pasture. Yeah, if I'm lucky, I get like a tiny, like. He's like, we've got to buy a new box. refrigerator because this old box is. <laughs> she needs, a, a, box she needs a pit small. to drop you in there, like uh, <laughs> Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. Uh, <laughs> Getting moisturized. So you're going to take up hiking? Uh, maybe. Bike packing? Yeah. Writing a novel? I mean, I've written several outreach. novels, actually. So, yeah, I'm going to focus mm-hmm. on that. But, yeah, outreach is, street outreach is what my regular job is going to be. And, you know, and it's a good job. I feel like, you know, it's a good mission. And it's right. like KNWA talking about it today. That was kind of fun. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll be, we'll be doing that you know, during my day job. And also just hitting the gym, get, getting, getting sweet getting gains, bro. Swole? Swole. swole. Is that um, what the kids And say? then I'm going to go on yeah. Joe Rogan, and we're going to talk about our sweet gains and compare protein notes. Nice. That, that, that's the real goal mm. right there. Near a uh, sound deprivation chamber where you float yeah. in salt water and, and he'll be like, a marijuana cookie. And he'll be like, you, that's cool. You ever do DMT? And I'll be like, no. Oh, that's the one thing I missed. Dang it. Yeah. So you're, you're already running the magazine, right? Yes. I mean, officially as of yesterday, the she kicked me out yesterday. Yeah. I was evicted. I did. Yeah. Like, I did. There's not even a key under the mat anymore. It's no. Just, no. I, I, I mean, I'm peeking in. Changed the lock. Yes. the glass. He's, like, he's always logged in, you know. But. So is like when Cody looked through the window yesterday, was it just you sitting at a table with some other writers and artists and everybody was drinking wine and laughing and talking about how really you were going to make the magazine so much better now? And Cody was just uh, crying yeah, through the window. Just like okay. sad in puppy. the rain. Yeah, in <laughs> the rain. That's what I envisioned in my I whimpered a little bit. Yeah. I hoodwinked him. Yeah, that's me. That's okay. me. Yeah, I, I got on yesterday, <laughs> changed uh, my the email signature to my name, and um, and now I'm gonna email people and just cuss them out <laughs> and be a total jerk about <laughs> it. Well, like, yeah. change the password. Yeah. I actually got a Facebook message from someone earlier, and they were like, "Thanks so much for sending me that contact earlier." And I was like, "Did I for did I black out and forget?" Yeah. And then they were like, "Oh, I swore it said editor and and I was like, "Oh, Cody's still using the email, so it's still on my phone." Right no, now. no, yeah, it is. Oh. But uh, yeah, so that's that's officially happening. January first um, is when I officially. I'm sending out my stories to writers and um, the next issue is going to be the fashion issue. So I am very excited already thinking about covers and designs. So you, and you don't need me to contribute for that, I guess. If you want a model, really you just, can get you know, in touch with, counter you know, culture here. There's an open uh, modeling runway walk feature on January something, January 10th with Fashion Week and WA. So... Um, you, you're definitely welcome to go oh, you model are for that. So yeah. kind. It's not my thing. At the same like, time. I don't know. <laughs> Daniel, this isn't for everyone. But <laughs> yeah. it's open to you everyone. You're gonna need so. somebody to load and unload lights. And <laughs> <laughs> are you strong? Uh, I, I do want to hop in here real quick and brag yeah. on Julia because she sent me like it was yesterday or the day before. It was like a breakdown of all the stories, and she had like two to three sentence description, like who the writer was gonna be, word count, and it was all so neatly placed on there. Like I was so proud. I was like, why didn't I ever do this? Like so I was a slob. What's up at, here? Yeah, you know, yeah. Look at this. I'm, yeah, I mean, I have um, editorial experience, anyways. I was a features editor for the school newspaper, the Arkansas Traveler. Back in the day, I was awesome. a managing editor, um, so I had all the editor experience and also writing experience, and I've always had kind of the dream of being an editor for a magazine that was always my goal going through school i just didn't expect it to happen so quickly after i graduated so that was pretty awesome i'm a dream maker 
Is Arkansas Traveler still alive? It is. Okay. They're award-winning. Oh, um, pretty, I know. And there's a whole student media center that's completely brand new and um, added into Kimple Hall, which is... it's. That's really I haven't cool. been back mm-hmm. because it's like they started it right as I was leaving. And a lot of us from the journalism department, or now journalism school, um, as we were leaving, we're like, well, this would have been nice to have when we were all, you know, in this dark moldy basement with no cell phone service <laughs> and didn't see the light of day for like five or six hours during production nights but it's fine it's somebody's cool. got to pave the yeah. path though. so ex- yeah. you know we, we kind of feel like we left a little a little legacy behind so mm. so what, what do you like cody had the challenge of building something from the ground up right you have a totally different challenge of taking this thing that people know and love and keeping it alive and keeping it alive <laughs> but also i think in a way like well, I mean, how do you approach that? Like, I don't want to put, I don't want to give <laughs> my answer to you because obviously I'm not the guy running the magazine. Like, what's the challenge there to take over something that's been incubated by somebody else for so long and make it your own? Yeah, um, that's already the challenge. That that then and there is just making it my own without taking too many liberties and completely flipping it into something that people are like, wait, what the f is this? Like, we've been following yeah. the idol class for five years mm-hmm. and. Um, this is turning into something that I didn't, I didn't think it would be, which was, it, it's not my intention at all to do that. Um, so I think just continuing celebrating the arts, but also, um, kind of bringing back in the, in the early issues of the idol class, there was a little bit of fiction. There were some short stories in the storytellers issue, there's poetry. And I want to start making that an actual integral part of the magazine and kind of go back to the roots of Cody had envisioned this as kind of focusing on fiction and prose and poetry. And I want to just have a little glimmer of that as well as bring in other submissions of art and have like maybe little cartoons, how like the New Yorker has little comics in every issue. I think that would be fun to bring in and celebrate not just, you know, the arts and have articles and blurbs on what's happening, but also bring in a little bit of what the idol class was envisioned as and celebrate that legacy. So more submissions, like, are you going to open it up more to submissions? Yeah, I not. And it might not be for every issue, but like for this issue, I want to bring in like, Hey, we're a community. We need to celebrate together. I don't want it to be so exclusive where, Oh, you've been writing for the idol class for since the beginning. I want that, but I also want it to be more open to everyone Mm -hmm. who really do care about the culture and the arts and the lifestyle of, everything great that's going on in in uh northwest arkansas and little rock so i think it'll make certain people also enjoy it more knowing that they could possibly even if they never submit anything you know that they could be in this really cool local thing yeah i think that's, yeah that's, that's kind of i'm trying to like nice build thing. that excitement mm-hmm. and make yeah. it um because it, it's always been open there's always been like if you want to contribute get in touch like talking to Cody back in the i brought all my clips i was like here's my experience i have my resume and cody was like I believe you. I, I saw your stuff it, online. It was adorable. Like, I, we met at Blackboard and I was like, okay, here's my things. Do you want? And he's like, eh, it, just send me some links. And I was like, okay, well, this is, I've, you know, I'm familiar with budgets. I know how to uh, figure out word count, blah, blah, blah. And Cody was like, it's, you're fine. Like, it's okay. So, <laughs> so you were wanting the actual official, like, 
standard interview and he was just like yeah you're good he's like yeah basically <laughs> like checked off like yep i i kind of already i just wanted to like talk to you about what stories you want to write and all that and i was like so this is the beats that i love like i had all this prepared i really wanted to write for the idol class and he was just like yep okay i was well, like she's got I'll a email pulse you. yep okay. <laughs> yep yep are you a warm body <laughs> yeah so that's here we awesome are. yeah, yeah. How long have you been writing for the magazine for a while, right? Yeah, since I think the beginning of October 2016. So, yeah, yeah, two and a half years, if I can math. Yeah. How many staff writers do you, or are you, were you you considered a staff writer? Um, Or does the magazine, it's always been contributors, but I mean, she's been a regular contributor since then. So, gotcha. Yeah, I guess you could call it that, but we've never labeled anyone staff writer. Got it. Now, she may do that moving forward. I I don't know. It's her thing now. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm editor in chief, yes. a staff writer. I'm the boss lady. <laughs> what, the you know, what, favorite <laughs> pick of person every year. Basically, <laughs> the um, sexiest woman. <laughs> uh, maybe I don't know. There's there might be some stand up comedians who have me well, beat. I, I think she's going to uh, follow my lead of having glamour shots for the editor's note. That's well. true. That's so, true. I'm on I've the had hunt some really sexy. Got like a feather so. boa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah look right at that. There. Walking that down is, the that stairs. Is dripping with sex appeal. See, so, I'm thinking yeah. more like that 80s, yeah. 80s glamour shots. It's possible that you had too many drinks. I really hope that you wear like an airbrush cowboy <laughs> hat and the boa. With my little like boa over my shoulder. Yeah, that's or something. what you need. Like, yeah. I, I think that's Aunt the one. Yeah. We'll uh, do you want me to draw a picture of you? You'll be close. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. I think good. I'm that's, that I, is yeah, respectful. Yes. I could just draw, I'll do the first editor picture. I think that would be. Yeah. Yeah. Doodles all around. I love it. Submissions by Daniel. Yes. Yeah, drawings. Something like that poor kid. <laughs> yeah. How old is Daniel? <laughs> that three-year-old um, you know. doesn't do a drawing of yeah. It's like yeah. Simon on SNL back yeah, exactly. in the day, you know? Yeah. Who, who's to say? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, but there was one point that he had me list as a copy editor because I did some proofing and copy editing and i was like oh wow i i have a title aside from contributor which is cool um but the last few issues i've been managing editor which is a title i'm familiar with because i've done that in the past and i like managing and kind of having a familial communal kind of aspect with with staff members um just to make sure that we're all on the same page but i want work to be fun and i don't want it to be like oh another article for the idol class i want to be like you like writing about this, so write about it. Like, yeah. let's do it justice. If it's a cool thing, we should feature it. And if you think it's a cool thing, I want to know why, you know? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So the storytellers issue is kind of Cody's like dream issue, yes. as stated earlier. What, like, right now, what do you envision your dream, or do you have a dream issue kind of in mind? I actually don't have a dream issue yet um, because I really just like features and a lot of um, a lot of our issues. So like this next issue is going to be the fashion issue. The issue after that is outdoors, which I think will be fun because I love the outdoors, but I like looking at them and not necessarily being in them all the time. Um, like if it's snowing outside, I'm fine looking at it, but I don't want to be out in the snow longer than like five minutes. So, um, (laughs) stuff like that, um, I think will be really fun. Aside from that, I really just like telling the stories of humans, kind of like humans of New York, but that Mm -hmm. would be, that's like what every issue is. So I think every issue starting when Cody passed the torch to me, every issue is my dream issue because this is a goal that I've been wanting for so long that I didn't think would be achieved this this quickly. That's awesome. Um, so going forward, I'm like, oh, wow, I get to 
do this cool this yeah. is like freaking amazing yeah, so awesome. yeah mm-hmm. so for now i'll say like every issue is i'll be cheesy yeah. every issue is my dream issue I can't so. wait to see that's really cool though mm-hmm. thanks and i think it's cool when something has so much life in and of itself that it can begin to exist outside of the creative like the initial creative force right like right. the fact that like Cody got something off the ground and running that is its own entity at this point. And it's so engaging and intriguing to you that you want to like nurture it through the next step. Yeah. And hopefully it outlives your time. It goes to another person, you know, like, right. like ideally I think I would assume that the goal is 20, 30 years from now it's passed a couple times. Yeah. Right. And it's, and it, that's a win for Cody and a win for you and it, right. Like to have that. So yeah. I think that's really cool. It's got a win for point. Northwest Arkansas and central Arkansas and other wonderful things in the state. That, not Southeast Arkansas. No, not necessarily. No. We love We've never Forget gone to Monticello. They don't know about us. <laughs> well, cool. But you know, like sort of showcasing a lot of the things that I think that people don't realize that we have here. You know, it's kind of a gold mine, and you can be cheesy mm-hmm. about it and everything. Everyone that we've talked to, Daniel and I, so far at the podcast has been, we did go to Joplin, but that guy's from here, um, has been from, you know, a small circle, but it's a huge, you know, like a small circle of people that we know or that we're separated from. But there's a lot of people that are involved in so many things that make, yeah. it make, make it awesome here, yeah. you know, because you say Arkansas and everyone's like, ooh, what's that? Yeah. Where's that? It's you know, a really, it's like, we well, talk about it with people mm-hmm. and have talked about it for the last half year. It's a very fertile area for creativity. Like mm-hmm. people are willing to support, they're willing to buy ad space yeah. in mm-hmm. a kid's startup magazine. You know, like, I mean, you're not a kid now, but you know, when you started, I mean, I was like, a wee tyke when it started. Yeah. You know? He's a man. Yeah. Yeah. Of yeah. Um, what? But <laughs> whatever. Uh, yeah, no, it's definitely an area that is very supportive of that. And so it makes it, I'm glad a lot of people caught on before it was too late. And that's the Uh, other thing I've seen similar. This is his own thing. You know, the aisle class is, but there's similar things, you know, there's a guy in hot springs had a thing for a while. Jim, I'm, I'm sure you've met him. Oh, which one was his? Uh, I, 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 I've met I'm him. I'm trying before. to remember the name of it. It's well, been there, a while. There was Wachita High Country, and then he had like Hot Springs, uh, Hot Spots, Hot Spots. Or something yeah. like that. And it mm-hmm. was good. Yeah. I liked both yeah. of those. Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot to impress me for like you know a local kind of mm-hmm. magazine. And I was impressed with both mm-hmm. of the ones. He See, I've been friends with him on social media for a long time. He and I had a lot of common friends and stuff like that. Yeah. And went to a wedding, and he was there, and we introduced each other. Yeah. To, you know, or, like introduced ourselves to each other. And so he had his magazine, and I was like, man, there's this one in Northwest Arkansas. Anyway, it's yeah. kind of a funny thing. But, you know, I've seen that kind of, I don't think he's doing that any longer. And it's, you know, it's kind of sad because that was a vision and thing that he had, yeah. you know. But I, I don't think that people really took the value of what they have, and it's gone, you know. And luckily, there's people that have believed in this that you've been yeah. able to sort of sell that to. And I'm sure it's it's not always an easy sell, but I think once they see the value in something like this, that it's you know you've yeah. got them. And yeah, yeah what's great about the idle class, thing. like part of why I've loved writing for it for so long um, before taking on the editorship and why I'm gonna love editing it is mm-hmm. that it's not a critique of the arts. It's celebrating right. it and mm-hmm. we're putting the arts on a pedestal and um, saying like, 
look at all this really cool stuff we have in the state, like what we've been talking about the last right. couple minutes. And there's another local uh, publication that is coming up and they're more of a critique on the arts and kind of focusing on, you know, what can we do better or, you know, more of art critiques or just other critique critic ways, I guess. Um, and that's not what I ever want the idol class to be because I don't think that the arts here because it is such a creative hub and it is something that you know it's fertile for creativity here um not just in northwest Arkansas but across the state Mm -hmm. uh we should be celebrating what amazing things people are putting together like humans are coming up with things like the idol class like Cody is now passing this down and this publication is amazing like yeah it is a definitely big city vibe but it's not critiquing or you know necessarily pulling out the positives and negatives it's saying like here's this and this is why it's important to the community Mm -hmm. so we try to do the same thing with this of like i definitely have opinions about things that i do and don't like but that's not the point of this the point of this is to have like how did we get to here like why does this thing exist yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. what's the impetus of it and and not i mean it can end up the conversation and go wherever but yeah to me that's more fun yeah. I think yeah. in a way like to just celebrate. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like we should be talking about right. and having that discussion and conversation about why something matters. But I think the idol class does that without word for word saying, this is why this matters. It's just illustrating yeah. the beauty yeah. of we, what's going on. We can let on. people tell why they yeah. think it, what they you do You can matters. let the consumer determine whether that's yeah. like Important a hit or a miss them. for them. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like, um, not everybody can appreciate Big Bang Theory, but uh, nor should <laughs> or they. Or Gilmore Girls. Um, it's not that I don't like it. I just don't. It's not that I don't like it. I've never watched it, and I, I just, don't want to. It's kind of like Grey's Anatomy. I can't hop, hop on. That'd be like you know on that uh, <laughs> robot that chicken where they're like, "What? <laughs> That's how I feel. I Everyone is about yet. Gilmore Girls, yeah, uh, and Big Bang Theory, except for most everyone. And Grey's Anatomy. Let's let's hit it with. I don't know how we're gonna do this. We always have so. A question. Yeah, we have a set question. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something, and but you. But now, who are we gonna pick? To well, answer? no, we can we can do both. But somebody will have time to think. Nope. Oh, how, yeah. How do we do? Yeah. Do I plug my ears? This is the okay earmuffs. No, we should let ladies go first. <laughs> well, here, oh, I, thank I'll you. run to the restroom while you talk to her. There how we go. That? All right. Okay. Oh, that was a real that was a real self sacrificial move there. <laughs> it's Passing Cody. The torch. Okay, so we have to whisper it. Yeah. Hey, turn the fan on. <laughs> Stand, stand while you pee. Light a match. Whatever makes more noise. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say something. You finish the sentence, okay? Okay. There's no wrong answers, but I wish I could. Fly? <laughs> That's a first. That's yeah. awesome. Yep. That's a first? Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah yes. nobody said that. Okay. No one said that. Really? We've done a lot. This is what, our 20th Wow, you can't count. It's like 13. <laughs> We've done more than 13. We've maybe done 17 interviews. Can interviews. Yeah. It's well, the episodes that... We'll never hear. You just you just heard Aaron and I fight. Oh. I'm sorry. Don't touch me. <laughs> Your relationship me is repairing itself. Hold yeah. on. Yeah, I've always had a dreams about flying, I, and it's mm-hmm. one of those things that I just wish I could just like go off to a running start and just leap into the air. And I have, I, you know, I feel you. Yeah. I I always say like my if I could have superpowers, it'd be Wolverine that oh. could fly. Okay. So, okay, if your superpower Great. is flying, what is your weakness? Ooh. What would you pick to be Spider your webs. kryptonite? Probably, okay, it's going to sound really dumb, but probably like any type of macaroni and cheese. Just But if, if it's got breadcrumbs, it does not count. It. Oh. Like 
breadcrumbs on mac and cheese. That's okay. Yeah, Do they have that's that at Marketplace? Because it's pretty good mac and cheese. Uh, breadcrumbs with any mac and cheese. I don't care how cheesy it is. It really just... There's no it, point in breadcrumbs. Oh, so you're saying it's a bad thing? It's a bad thing. Oh. I'm saying any well, type of mac and cheese side. would be my kryptonite, but if it has breadcrumbs... I'm cool. Wait, like, but we'll you're making kryptonite a good positive thing you want to have. I'm saying what would be the weakness that would like... Yeah, like mac and cheese would bring me down. Oh, so uh, that that's yeah. procrastinating. That's the, the uh, if, stumbling block. If somebody just block. kept feeding you mac and cheese, you would just never get off the ground. I would just be like, oh my God. It's like, here this I am to save you. amazing. first have this crap mac and cheese. Yeah, craft mac and cheese, cheesy mac and cheese, but if it's got breadcrumbs on it, I'll like, I won't be weak. I'll just be like... Are you with me... I just said this is a podcast not about critiquing things, but let's critique mac and cheese versus shells and cheese. So shells oh. and cheese is really good. True. Mac yeah. and cheese is horrifying to me. Uh, not <laughs> horrifying. Not just the big Why is that? Especially. Um, I think it's because I tried making it when I was like 11 and I just ended up with this like soupy water butter That's thing with some dry That's because he used 2% milk. I, I didn't know what I was doing at all. Um... But I, mac and cheese just makes me like, uh, like oh, literally, man. it's one of the. Is it like just craft macaroni and no, cheese? No, any mac and cheese. I any just don't mac like. and cheese. He had a bad experience. I did. <laughs> man. But I don't That's... mind shells and cheese. I like shells and no, cheese. Shells and cheese like... is cool. I don't know if it's the powdered sugar. Apparently, my wife's learning something about me. It, the the powder. It's the powder. Oh, I'm married. So it's like real macaroni and cheese. Thanks, mom. And not like craft boxed. Maybe if somebody made dinner. it like melted cheese. I have. Yeah. Well, there's. There's two. Oh, there's spirals a, are so oh, that's good. good too. They hold all the cheese. Oh, but it has man. to be real cheese. Yeah. Okay, Cody, we're ready for you. You can come yeah. back now. Cody's. Finished I feel in like the we're playing like a like a saboteur game. Just so yeah, everyone just knows. Just to make it clear, like, like one night macaroni werewolf. and cheese, twenty minutes is sans breadcrumbs. <laughs> that would be my weakness for sure. If someone was just like, "Here's a bowl of it," that would You'd be like, <laughs> like done. Yep. Out. All right, you got to get that okay. shoulder. Yeah, I am um, back, and I'm covered in dog hair. I'm going to get to ask the question <laughs> for the doing? first time ever. I never have gotten asked the question. Are you going to ask it this time? Since I asked it first, because usually it's my thing, but yeah. that's fine, dude. Can I and ask we're it just this one time? this way now. Right. Yeah, so, right. All right. You know. Cody, I'm going to start a sentence. Hold on, I'll explain it. Dang it. Daniel's going... <laughs> Because that's what you do. It's <laughs> fine, yeah, that's true. So Daniel's going <laughs> to Daniel's, Daniel's gonna say something, and you have to finish the sentence. As you will, Daniel. There's, n- hold on. Okay. There's. Should I loud talk right now? <laughs> no, you there's, hit the mic and scream just like. There's no wrong answer. Just say whatever comes get like to mind. Get like an Alex Jones volume going. No, right no, no, no. Oh, yeah, I'm making don't. fun of. He talks really loud whenever. I can't, I uh, he initiates every sentence with like a boom. Um, okay. That'll wow. have to. That'll get picked up. With the mic. <laughs> I was, I'm sorry. I'm just lint rolling. I, I I love the dog, but man, yeah. we're talking we, about a we, we have a podcast dog. No, is she it's so cute though. It's better know, than the we golden just, reliever. Yeah, we were cuddling while you were talking to Julia. I saw. I was, I saw is that what yeah. you're doing the in the dog. bathroom? Um, like, not outside anyway, of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, right. so I wish I could. Eat biscuits right now. I I I heard I just happened to catch into some food talk, and it got me <laughs> like I'm not really eating a lot of carbs these days. So I like my dad's biscuits would be killer right now oh, with some Mayhaw jelly, which we had back in El Dorado. It's fantastic. Uh, I would like to do that. There's a lot of other things I'd probably like to do though. Look what I did is produced by Aaron Dodson and Daniel Quinn. Sound designed by Tyler Orsack and Daniel Quinn. Our digital director is Heather Hill.